This is a Big MX podcast, brought to you by X Brand Goggles, presented by Tech One Designs, 204 Skate Shop, West Side Honda, Capital Motorsports, Golden Tire, and Trans Canada Motorsports out of Brandon, Manitoba. Motocross news from around the world. We're not experts, but we've got microphones. Check us out on the web at BigMXRadio.com. Welcome to the Big MX Podcast Show, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, 204 Skate Shop, Westside Honda, Capital Motorsports, Millennium Technologies, Tech One Designs, TransCanada Motorsports, 38 Ride Shop, Roy Borton Suspension Systems, and Golden Tire. I am your host, as always, Brad Gebhardt, with me on the line, my co-host, Christopher Mellon, out in Selkirk, Manitoba. How's it going, Chris? Wet and soggy and recovering. Wet, soggy, and recovering. Obviously, this last weekend, Country Fest out there in Dauphin, Manitoba. Lots of fun happening uh, out there. But with us on the line, three-time national champion. He needs no introduction, but i got to give you one anyway because it's a radio show. Colton Fasciati. Colt45, how's it going, big guy? Uh, it's going good. Uh, just uh, just got in from uh, doing a little bit of riding, so just uh, kind of taking the night off. Perfect. So this evening, uh, after today's riding, wasn't exactly thrown down motos. You were uh, doing some video shoots. Uh, who is that for, and uh, how'd that go? Yeah, it was just a little thing for, for Honda, um, just basically a little video for uh, getting some people out this weekend and and uh, some of the marketing stuff that they're doing. So it wasn't uh, wasn't too too grueling or anything. It was, uh, it was pretty easy and fun, and just kind of, uh, you know, it was kind of open thing, so had a lot of fun with it so it was good throw down some whipper tails and uh, get people excited to watch the 45 machine do his thing yeah for sure absolute so uh, moving into uh, this season obviously Colton you're moving from uh, one team to uh, to the new the, the Honda Troy Lee effort uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, the preparations uh, when the decision was made that to make the switch to the Honda and uh, how your 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 winter ended up um, going down and where were you training at um, the, the decision was made um, uh, right in the winter time there that's usually when uh, when the deals go down in Canada and, and, mm-hmm. and routers kind of make the move and stuff. And, um, it just kind of, it was kind of a little bit of everything. I just, you know, I needed, needed a bit of a change. I had a little bit of two bad years before that. And, um, you know, it just, it just worked out really well that Honda really wanted to step up their, their program and, and, uh, get a semi and all that kind of stuff. And with, uh, with them teaming up with Gopher Dunes, it, it worked really well too. Cause I'm, I know Derek, the team manager, pretty well. So um, everything just kind of came together really quickly, and and uh, decided to uh, jump ship. So um, and then from there on out, uh, went down to Georgia shortly after uh, Christmas, and uh, just basically got into my regular routine. I went down a little bit, a uh, little bit earlier than I normally would, just because I I have been hurt the last few years. So. Um, just wanted to get a little bit more time on the bikes, them being new and stuff, and and getting a little bit of extra testing in. So, I mean, that uh, that uh, went really good. So I was gonna be happier. Perfect. <laughs> now, uh, who do you train with down in? Uh, you said you were down in Georgia. Yeah, I uh, I stay at um, GPF. It's it's right beside uh, the Millsaps facility, and it's um, 
it's a it's a really good facility. It's got everything there and and that kind of stuff. And um, this year, I actually had a um, one of the amateur kids that was just moving pro this year, uh, Connor Long, and mm-hmm. uh, he was pretty much down there the whole time that I was. So it's it's good having somebody down there to train with. It's sometimes you don't want to train that day and and the other guy kind of pushes you a little bit harder to go out there and 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 do your routine and stuff so it works out good definitely uh so when you're doing your training in the off season uh how do you like to go about your training regimen like uh is it um like do you do a lot of sprints do you uh, throw down a lot of motos and obviously on and off the bike you've got to do some work in there to uh, get on the road bike as well i'd imagine yeah, it's kind of. I mean, it's it's kind of a combination of everything, and and uh, it's just uh, every year I kind of tweak it a little bit and maybe have a little bit more cardio here or, or weights here. And, um, it's pretty strategic, um, and I talk to my trainer all the time and just just uh, just slightly changing it and making it um, better than the previous year. Just trying to uh, trying to build it and get better than than the year before right absolutely now uh you'd mentioned that you work with the trainer uh who is it that you work with and uh how long have you been developing the program that you're on now uh, i work with uh todd at performax um I've, i think i've been working with him uh since the first year that i was with uh with blackfoot so that would have been uh probably eight or nine years ago so i've been working with them for quite a while now Excellent. Uh, so, like, for for those who are coming up, like young youngsters coming up, like, how important is it to uh, have that steady balance between time on the bike, time doing your motos, as well as uh, the fitness aspect? Yeah, it's it's definitely important. I think uh, I think where most people go wrong is they kind of set a schedule and and they don't stick to it. And um, I think if uh, if a lot of riders just kind of you know plan out their schedule and and not make it super hard or anything like that but actually just commit to it and and um you know just focus on what they're doing and and make sure they're doing it right and i think it'll come from there it's um yeah so uh we're uh we're a few rounds into the series so far obviously last race uh the mud race in regina uh, an absolute (laughs) quagmire out there it's tough to really uh uh, put too much expectations in terms of uh, Results-wise, but uh, has this season gone uh, as you planned? And uh, basically, um, are things in line with uh, what you had planned for the year? Yeah, well, going into this into the season, I didn't really know exactly what to expect. Being a new team and and uh, and and having basically the last two years not racing, um, so I was just kind of going into it with an open mind and. You know, being on a new team, new bike, and everything—I wasn't too sure what to expect. And um, you know, I felt I felt really, really good coming into the season. I just, you know, you just never really know until the gate drops. And uh, round round one went uh, really good. Um, got first the first moto, or yeah, first the first moto, and then second the second moto. So tied for the points lead. And um, you know, it just it went. Uh, went pretty good and then uh we went over to Kamloops and I won both motos there so that was that was really good and that that was the round that I got hurt at last year so it was it was nice just to kind of make it through that weekend and then um Calgary didn't go the greatest I just kind of I don't know I was just struggling with the track a little bit and uh ended up second there which I mean 
couldn't be happier with that too. But um, you know, it's always nice to win. And uh, then uh, obviously when we went to Regina, and it was yeah, like you said, Quagmire. So it was kind of one of those weekends where you just had to make it through and and get some decent points. And all what I was really worried about was you know the bike staying together and and uh, and staying up on two wheels and just finishing the moto. Absolutely. So, um, oh, go ahead, Chris. uh, You were saying earlier how, uh, you know, you've been injured for the past two years. It's pretty much took you out of the series. Um, Have those injuries, are you pretty much 100% recovered, or uh, is anything still lingering from any of those past injuries? Um, There's always going to be lingering injuries for me. Yeah, for sure. sure. But um, uh, two years ago, I broke my shoulder blade and stuff, and that's all healed up and stuff, as as good as it's going to get anyways. And uh, last year I broke my kid fib and and uh, shattered my hand a little bit. So um, most of it's coming. Most of it's uh, 100%. My finger's still not quite 100%, but it doesn't uh, it doesn't affect affect my riding at all. So um, yeah, everything's, everything's good. No, it definitely Excellent. looks it's like it. Uh, go ahead. So, no, it definitely doesn't look like it's been hindering you. I was just wondering, like, obviously those hand injuries, it's always going to click or feel weird sometimes, some days. But uh, I was just wondering if any of them are majorly bothering you still or if you pretty much got the 100% green light. No, not, not at all. They're all they're all pretty good, so I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. And, I mean, most of the riders that are riding out there are riding with, that, <clears throat> with injuries. So um, that's just part of the sport, really. Oh, yeah, we're all well aware of that. Oh, definitely. Um, injuries are part of the game, and if uh, if you don't uh, know that sign before you sign up, it won't be before long before uh, it becomes a reality. Colton, you've got a nine-point lead over uh, Mike Alessi, and uh, as well as there's a, a couple other new new faces in that top five this year um, with the addition of both uh, Alessi and Josh Hill, uh, two riders that uh, you may have had uh, some experience with growing up. Uh, did did you have some experience with those two growing up? Yeah, I, I raced Josh a little bit um, in Washington because I, I, I grew up in uh, in BC there, so it was a right. pretty short drive over there. So um, I raced him and, and his brother a little bit, or I think I think his brother was always a class uh, down or two, but um, definitely had some battles with him, and he's always been fast. And um, I haven't really ridden against Alessi too much other than uh, I used to do a race called the World Minis down yeah. in uh, Las Vegas. So I raced him a couple times there uh, on uh, 50s and I think maybe 80s also. So just a little bit here and there. Excellent. So, uh, like, um, when when news broke that uh, the uh, the Moto Concepts team was coming uh, north, what was uh, what was the first thought that went through your mind? I actually thought it was a joke, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, it's. I, I mean, it's it's good for the series to have a have a big top rider from the U.S. come up, and and also Josh come up. It just adds uh, adds that much more to our series. Definitely, uh, you've you've had a fair bit of uh, experience with them so far this season. We're uh, riding with uh, with Mike. Uh, how would you describe racing against uh, Mike Alessi? Uh, he's definitely, uh, he's definitely one of the more aggressive riders. Um, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if I completely agree with that. And, 
I'm kind of one of the guys that, um, you know, I want to win straight up. I don't want to, you know, play any head games on the track or try to take anyone out. It's, uh, you know, I enjoy nice, clean, fun racing. And, uh, you know, for the most of the part, um, all the guys are like that and stuff. So, I mean, uh, you know, first round went um, kind of a little bit different than I thought it would. He uh, ended up taking me out, but um, that's just how it goes sometimes. Absolutely. Um, Go ahead. uh, But saying, like you said, you grew up racing with uh, Josh and Justin Hill in Washington, being that it's the neighboring state from, you know, BC up here in Canada. Uh, Like, are you guys friends at the track? Do you, you know, are you guys good to go? Or, uh, and how is it racing with Josh Hill on Canadian soil? Yeah, um, I have nothing against Josh. We've uh, we've talked a few times at the track, and he's... uh, super down-to-earth kind of guy he's super nice and yeah. um yeah i, I haven't have nothing bad to say about him for sure so um we get, like i said we we grew up racing a little bit together so um him and my family got along pretty good so he hasn't influenced you to try any backflips at all <laughs> definitely not i try to keep around two wheels as much as i can Fair enough. If it's upside down, it's only because you were going sideways beforehand. Uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 excellent to hear that you've had a great season so far. It's it's uh, encouraging to see the Canadian back up at the top. And, of course, you are the last Canadian to have uh, carried that number one plate back when you were uh, racing with the, the Blackfoot team. Uh, and back then, you also uh, did a fair bit of, uh, of racing with the um, – you also, you also went down and did some American Nationals. Um, with both the Yamaha and then moving on to the Troy Lee Honda, I believe late in 2011. Uh, now that you're back on a Troy Lee backed team, uh, is that something that uh, you're going to uh, indulge in whatsoever once the uh, the checkered flag flies in Walton? Um, we haven't really talked about it uh, very much. Um, it, it very well could be an option. Um, I would really like to think think it would. Uh, Maybe maybe happen, but um, I think I think this year I can. Only, there's actually only one U.S. round that I'll be able to uh, compete in after Walton, so it kind of sucks that way. But um, definitely hoping to get down there. Absolutely no. It it seems like uh, things have all been going uh, according to plan and how you hope that they would through this year. And staying healthy is obviously uh, the number one. Uh, I provide you're able to stay healthy throughout the rest of this year, and that uh, Canada will uh, will be sending a, a motocross to nations team. Is that something that you have also uh, considered into your schedule? Yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely planned in there for sure. Um, the uh the team hasn't been announced yet but um um they uh they mentioned something to me uh, a few weeks ago so um definitely prepared for that and um it's one of those those things that uh you know it's uh it's uh pretty exciting to go to uh, and uh you know just just happy to be uh be a part of it if i am absolutely uh like no, Colton, you've you've basically uh, we've we've seen you on almost every single color of the rainbow throughout your Canadian career. Now on Hondas, at one point uh, with the uh, the Blackfoot team racing Yamahas. Last year with the, uh, the you are on KTM's, and it's been a long time since you turned pro in the intermediate class, running number 80, 89 uh, on a Kawasaki two fifty two stroke. Um, but uh, take us a little bit into uh, the differences that you felt uh, in some of the machines that you've ridden in the past, uh, especially since. Uh, 
uh, you were one of the uh, the racers who got to race that 2010 Yamaha and going forward a little bit with that. Uh, how does the how did that bike uh, compare to the Troy Lee Honda that you raced in uh, 2011? And then how does that Honda compare to the one that you're on now? Um, the the Troy Lee bike in the states was was really was awesome, and um, I think uh, I think my bike now. Um, uh, is even better. Um, the Troy Lee bike was, was good, but we didn't really have a whole lot of testing. We had a, a few days on the bike before, before the race. So I wasn't, uh, wasn't able to get it set up exactly how I wanted it, but, but, um, I still ended up doing not too bad on it. And obviously this year, uh, we had a few months to get prepared and test and, and try different parts that I like. So it's, it's really, it's really about suiting the bike to, uh, to yourself and, and getting it ready. And uh, do you, do you share much knowledge with the uh, US TLD team? Is there any back and forth, or do they send you any base settings even, or is it pretty much uh, on your own? Yeah, we get uh, we definitely get a lot of help from them and and uh, and a few other people as well. So um, having that knowledge is 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 great, and and being partnered with them is, is works out really well. And um, yeah. So do you feel did that relationship start back um, in 2011 down in the states and kind of carry over, or is it uh, kind of a different deal with the team, or what did you bring that in? I think is what I'm trying to say. Um, a little bit of both. Um, I think. Uh, well, I know him pretty good too, and and obviously Derek, the team manager, he's he's uh, really involved with uh, with Troy Lee Designs, so. Um, everybody kind of works together, so and, and there's no secrets there, so it's, it's good. And it's sick year. I love Troy Lee year myself. It's uh, and their helmets are just awesome. Yeah, so that doesn't and we also there. we also have um, Matt Jory doing our motos, her motors, sorry, and um, he used to be uh, he was doing the motors on the TLD team when I rode for them too, so. Uh, we got a wicked setup for the motors. As, as far as the bike setup that you have for 2014, uh, how close are you to being basically? Uh, I wouldn't say 100 percent happy because you're never you're always working on the bike. But uh, have you found basically a uh, a favorite setting or like where you kind of want the bike to be at, or are you still uh, working it to to get there? Um, it's it's always a work in progress, but um, I'm super happy with with the bike and and uh we've only made a couple minor changes since round one and and it's it's getting better and better every weekend so um it's it's definitely it's definitely right up there for sure so would you consider yourself a a picky guy in terms of bike setup and if so uh what what's the one of the most important things to you to make sure that you're comfortable on the machine yeah i'm probably one of the more picky riders i think i'm just i i've I've ridden a bike for so many years. I kind of know what, what works and and what doesn't. And, um, I can usually figure it out pretty quick, which, which helps, helps out a lot. And, um, I think the biggest, the biggest setup for sure is, is the suspension. Once you get that dialed in, you can, you can pretty much do anything. Cause uh, I mean, the four fifties are pretty quick as it is. I mean, you just have to get somebody that knows how to put the power to the ground for the motor. So, um, it's kind of, I mean, it, it's obviously not one thing. It's kind of a complete package too. So you just have to 
have to test and and put the laps in and and figure out what works. So, uh, who is it that you're working with uh, for suspension uh, this year in 2014? Uh, we're working with uh, Joe from SSS uh, Superior Suspension Settings. I've been working with him for the last um, well since Blackfoot days. So he knows me well, and and uh, and he's usually pretty. Uh, pretty good on the suspension setup and we only have to change a few flickers here and there and it's good to go so do do you have much access to parts from the american teams or like on what level uh do they just share kind of settings or is there anything that you can get from them that might help you out yeah a few parts here and there um i mean no like factory motors or anything like that yeah um um Definitely, they definitely share some some good knowledge to us. So, um, yeah. So, do you like stuff or possibly things? How about a huge selection of motocross and street bike gear from apparel brands like Troy Designs, Alias, Icon and power bands, every single color you can think of. How about 25 years of custom suspension and motor service for a full service shop, all of which you can find at Capital Motorsports. Mention this Big MX podcast to receive a VP gas can with spout for only $40, as well as 100% off your next set of motocross tires. Just kidding, we can't back that up, but ask for about it anyway. Check out Capital Motorsports at 157 St. Anne's Road, Winnipeg, Manitoba. Or call them, not so toll-free, at Make your way down to Westside Honda Polaris and check out the brand new Honda Grom. Honda's revolutionary 125cc fuel-injected mini-moto ultimate weapon. A must-see for all motocross enthusiasts. From the Grom to the usual suspects like the CBR600RR, CRF450R, Westside Honda Polaris of Suffolk, Manitoba has you covered. Check them out on the web at westsidehonda.ca. Call toll-free at one 888 482-7782 Listen up, Big MX listeners. Does your bike sound like this? Would you rather it sound like this? I thought so. Sounds like it's time for you to give Lee Stewart at 38 Ride Shop a call. From everything from parts installation full service, suspension work, as well as full-blown bike builds. Lee Stewart does it all. Visit www.theword30, the number 8, rideshop.com or call 204-510-7433. That's 510-RIDE. Anytime, day or night, give Lee a call. He has the tools and the know-how to take your bike to the very next level. The only shop located 
in northeastern Winnipeg, otherwise known as Transcona. 38 Rod Shop. Get it in ya. As far as the uh, the 450 effort in the in the states, obviously uh, the uh, the pro or the Troy Lee team has uh, Malcolm Stewart. Uh, has he shared any uh, hair grooming uh, tips for, with you at all for the 2014 season? Like, as in for what? As well, he has the dread, like those, like the 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 predator look with the dreads. Is that something that you were hoping to add to your system as well, or? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. No, fair enough. Um, as far as uh, the season uh, so far, like oh, you're, you're currently leading in the points. Uh, have you set any goals for yourself going forward in terms of like a number of moto wins that you'd like to achieve or a number of uh, basically um, like how many podiums that you'd like to see from yourself in 2014? Um, not, I mean, I've, I've set goals on nothing quite like that, but, um, you know, I just want to make sure I get uh get some solid points every weekend and 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 stay healthy um with uh with being hurt the last couple of years like i said before it's um you know, i just want to make it through a full series and and uh just hold on to that point weight. so it's just uh you know every point every point uh counts as of now and just gotta stay focused and and uh try to do the best that i can Excellent. So, uh, Colton, we've got a, a, a segment called uh, the uh, Pick Your Poison segment. This is uh, brought to you by 38 Ride Shop, a local uh, shop here in Transcona in uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba. Basically, uh, my co-host here is going to run down some uh, some options for you. you got to pick one or the other, and uh, in rapid succession, is that something you're ready for? All right. Let's do it. Okay. Cool. Okay, so uh, it's just pretty much pick one or two. Um uh, inside lines or outside lines? Inside. Inside? Seems to be the common answer. Yeah. Uh, are you more of a yeah. lifted truck guy or a fast car? Uh, lifted. <laughs> lifted truck, yes. And that's another answer that seems to be quite common. Yeah. Uh, and this truck, would it be all chromed out or more blacked out and uh, murdered out? Uh, I don't know. That's that. That one there is tough, but um, I would probably have to say black. Uh, I don't know. You're, my truck, you're my truck enough has with chrome that Troy Lee gear, so. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Through a Troy Lee paint job on that thing. Uh, yeah. Hard pack or sand? Um, I, I grew up riding a lot more sand, but um, I think I'm a bigger fan of the hard pack. For sure. Bigger jumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you more of a talk? Or text guy. Uh, text. And would that be on an iPhone or an Android? iPhone four. <laughs> Heck yeah! yeah same cool. here. <laughs> I don't even have Siri. Oh wow, that's she uh, can, that's she, throwing it back. Like you're she can be a jerk anyway. Every Thursday. <laughs> she always just tells me I'm wrong. Anyways, that's true. Um, uh, Supercross or motocross? Uh, motocross. Um, hip hop or rock? I'm kind of like a little bit of everything, but, um, probably, probably rock more so. Okay. And headphones, are you an earbuds guy or the big over the ear style? Uh, definitely earbuds. Me too. Uh, Cali or Florida? 
I like Florida just because, I don't know, the Cali seems just so overpopulated and you just sit in traffic all day long. And I mean, Florida, I guess it kind of depends where you, where you're living or whatever, but, um, tracks are pretty good and they're a little bit rougher and, and kind of, uh, I don't know, just softer, I guess you could say. And they they have those things that are called trees. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And they have trees. Yeah. Uh, 250 F or a 254 or a 250, uh, two stroke. Good question. Um, I haven't ridden either. I think the last time I rode one was probably 2008. Probably maybe. the, uh, the, the indoor at, uh, the MTS center when you rode, yeah. a, uh, number two on a Headingley sport shop, Kawasaki. <laughs> yeah. It's old school. Uh, I would go with the, the 250, the two-stroke. Two-stroke. I don't know. Yeah. Just for something different. Heck, yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, TV or a movie guy? Um, what does Netflix count as? Both. That, that's Yeah, that's both, actually. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I guess it's both. Uh, yeah, probably. Well, I've been watching uh, some TV shows on there, so I'll say TV shows. What, well, I'm curious. Uh, what are you into? Yeah. Um, I like, uh, I've been watching The Orange is the New Black. And then, yeah, I knew um, that. I'm a big fan of uh, Suits. There you go. Well, and with Orange is the New Black, I'm a big fan of shower scenes. So uh, the second season <laughs> seems to be quite heavy on those. So for all you oh, kids yeah. out there, yeah, just uh, <laughs> second season, opening credits. Uh, yeah, you'll like it. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, MC or RC? Um, uh, that's a tough one. Um, I always kind of look at, looked up to, uh, MC, so, or, yeah, yeah, I'll say McGrath for sure. Fuck yeah, all the way. And, uh, Upshift or Panic Rev? <laughs> I'll say Upshift, I don't like Panic Rev. No. Heck no. And just a question I have, that section's done. Thank you, 38 Ride Shop. Lee does amazing work. If your bike's all beat, take it to him. It'll come back better than you thought it could ever look. Um, but, like, how heavy is the red plate? Like, you know, that's kind of a cliche saying, but, like, do you feel the points lead type of thing? You know, red plate, everyone's looking at you. Is that uh, an uh, issue when you get to the line? Not really. Well, I've always, been, I've always been pretty good for, like, nerves and, like, just like going online, I don't really get nervous or butterflies or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I kind of just put that in the back of my mind and, and don't even really think about it. I just, you know, I got a job to do and that's to go out there and win races and, and have some fun out there. So that's what I do. Get out do you approach it the similar way as uh, Jeremy Martin, that he's convinced himself that he's at a woods race and that's why his, re- his plates are red? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that that's a good idea actually. Just assume that you're at a GNCC somewhere down in the states, or yeah, I just yeah, I it looks good on the Honda too, anyways. But um, it yeah, does. I don't really take that too much does. thought into it. Right on. Well, um, one of the things that I wanted to uh, to ask you about Colton, and this is this is something that uh, I get a lot of questions of uh, from from local fans and all over Canada, is that um, 
you've you're 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 a multi-time Canadian national champion. You've been very competitive up here for a long period of time, um, and uh, so, but you have experience and uh, been uh, the target of some criticism over the years of uh, of not going down and uh, and racing in the uh, either Supercross or uh, the American Nationals for a full series. Uh, is there any reason for that, or uh, maybe you can uh, like? You'd like to basically silence some of those critics and give to the reason why you've uh, elected to uh, dedicate yourself to the Canadian Nationals. Well, a lot of people don't realize uh, how many years I've actually been in it, and um, uh, I did do the West Coast Supercross. Um, Nineteen two thousand six. Uh, that was I can't I honestly don't even remember what year it was. So it was. 06. Um, yeah, so I definitely I definitely gone down and rode and stuff it's just um you know i'm i'm pretty happy up in here in canada and and i've been on some really good teams and and um you know that's that's what i get paid to to do and and i really enjoy it and um you know the opportunity has never really risen in the states to to get something and and i know you kind of have to work for it and go down there and maybe do it on your own dime and stuff but um you know i'm I'm super happy with, with with what I've done, and and uh, I don't think I would change anything that way. But um, you know, it's just it's kind of one of those things that there's always going to be somebody who who um, who has some input on on that kind of stuff. But um, you know, like I said, I'm I'm pretty happy. Excellent. Like I got, I'm, I'm a little bit curious, and maybe uh, you can answer this or not. Uh, have you ever uh, been uh, approached by an American team with uh, with a serious offer to go race down there? Um, I really thought I might have something with the TLD team after I did those couple races with them, but um, right, you know their their team was already basically full for the for the next year. They already had all their contracts in place, so there was really okay no room for me and um just everything i mean i've i've had um i've had teams call me but um it's kind of at the time when i already had a contract up in canada and stuff so it just it just never seemed to really work out for me Fair enough. Well, uh, we 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 are, we enjoy having you up here. Obviously, you're uh, one of the most fantastic racers that has ever graced the soils of Canadian motocross. Very dominant, coming through the ranks uh, through the uh, the BC series, and then moving uh, to Ontario and still being dominant with the uh, you raced with uh, the the. The Gal and Kawasaki teams back in the day, then switching over to Blackfoot, being dominant there, winning yourself a couple of titles, and then uh, you bounced around a little bit. I got a couple more questions before we let you go. Um, of uh, of the tracks that we have on the the national circuit, um, which one do you feel plays into your strengths the most? Um, I think it's usually the 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 rougher of the tracks. I think I excel a little bit with um, with how my bike is set up and and in my riding style. I'm just smooth and um, you know I don't really throw the bike around a lot. I'm just kind of an efficient rider. So um, definitely the rougher track. Um, I think my favorite track on the series is probably uh, Calgary, even though it doesn't really get too rough and and I didn't really do the greatest that uh there this year but um it's one of the funner tracks for sure 
So uh, over the years, you've had quite a few number of teammates, and uh, like from 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 all the way through your career, um, excluding the ones you have this year because you can't name those guys. Uh, who's been your, your your best teammate or favorite teammate uh, to have along the way? Um, my favorite teammate. Um, I mean, Weston's pretty good this year. Um, obviously, yeah. um, he's kind of a rookie, and and uh, it's kind of good to to. Uh, you know, mentor him a little bit, and um, uh, I really enjoyed the Blackfoot years with uh, with Blair and JSR. They're both uh, super cool guys, and Blair is basically like a little kid, so I enjoyed hanging out with him, and, and uh, you know, we got along really good, so he's, he's probably one of the guys for sure. Excellent, and uh, ex- obviously excluding the bike that you're on currently right now, what was your favorite bike that you got to race uh, between uh, 2000, I believe you turned pro in 2004? Yep, yeah. 2004? Uh, no, and, yeah, somewhere around there anyways. <laughs> either 2000, like late 2003 or early 2004, uh, you turned pro. Uh, what was your favorite bike uh, from those years all the way up to 2013? Like one that you just clicked with, something that uh, didn't take a lot of time to get get it uh, uh, zoned in. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to say. It was, um, you know, obviously the years that I I did good, I, I liked those bikes, and mm-hmm. um, you know, the years that I didn't do good, I'm, I'm gonna blame it on those bikes. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. But um, you know, they're they're all pretty good, and it's 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 all about uh, you know the team and how they set it up too it's not um, it's not just always the bike so yeah fair enough and uh so if you were to purchase a bike for simply play riding after the, the checkered flag has, has has fallen on your career uh if you're going to go out and buy a bike just to have some fun on uh what would you go get i would go buy an old cfr 500 just a big old beast oh. <laughs> Kid, he's he, he's got an appetite for some arm pump. Yeah, wow. that doesn't oh, yeah. sound like much of a fun bike to go ride. <laughs> ride <laughs> with like, teeth out. Uh, yeah, that or a little one fifty. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You know, cruising right down on, the man. trail, well, I... see a nice big lip, and just haul the five hundred at it. You know, nice light bike to whip around. That's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sweet, Colton. Well, we really appreciate you coming on with us today. Uh, it's uh, it's just about uh, quarter after seven where you're at, so we uh, you probably want get to get down to the rest of your evening. Really appreciate you taking some time with us today. And, uh, um, yeah, it's uh, really appreciate you taking time, and uh, hopefully you have some, some good success for the rest of the season. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate uh, you take, taking some time out of your busy evening with us tonight. Yeah, and thanks a lot for uh, having me on the show. And uh, you know, I had a lot of fun. So thanks. Is uh, is is there some sponsors you'd like to thank before uh, we let you go? Yeah, maybe just a shout out to uh, the guys at Honda Canada, uh, GDR, Torley Designs. Just everybody's kind of been helping me out. Um, I got a couple new sponsors: uh, Project Eggs, uh, Two Under. Uh, Atlas Brace, uh, Yoshimira, just everybody's helped me out through the years. My friends, family, my wife, everybody, thanks. Excellent. That's uh, Colt 45, Colton well, Velociati okay, on with just, the Big uh, Effect Show. One so, more thing, ahead. Colton. Um, I got to pick your brain. It's kind of a, you know, it's the buzz around the motocross world. What do you what do you think of that JS7PD deal where he got caught using Adderall, apparently, as a... Uh, performance enhancing drug like i know you can't really say much but uh what do you think of that whole situation um 
think he should be racing the Nationals, or should they take it as a whole and, uh, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't really know the whole story involved and in, in why he's allowed to ride and that kind of stuff. I, I mean, it doesn't really make sense to me. I think it's kind of a gray area that they don't really yeah. have defined, but um, it uh, it doesn't really surprise me that uh, that they have found it. And, um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's others that are on it that, that have stopped now. So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like cycling or whatever. It's kind of, puts a drag on the sport a little bit but um you know hopefully they can clear that up and everybody can be on the same level playing field yeah for sure i definitely think you're right like if anyone was taking anything questionable i'm sure a lot of it has stopped now and uh and who better to make an example of per se than james stewart one of the biggest names that has ever been in the sport yeah it's just kind of a shame that it that it, that it has happened but um i guess move on and and, uh, yeah. So I guess you're canceling all your Adderall prescriptions is what you're saying? No, no I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm all fucked up. I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right on. At cool. least well, I know thanks, what to man. take now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, you know, you know, at least it was helping them. So, uh, yeah. That being said, Colton, we like I said, we, we appreciate you have, uh, making some time for us tonight. And uh, hopefully we'll have you on again before the season's out. Yeah, for sure. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. All right. You have a good one, my friend. Uh, Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.